0: Hello friends, and welcome back to the Healthy Self-Mindset Podcast. In today's episode, I kind of want to go over the stages or kind of like the moments that we get in where it can only be classified as a funk. Like every day begins to look like gray skies, you are moody and cranky with everyone around you, like nothing feels like it's going right. It's necessarily not that anything happened, but I just feel like we kind of sometimes go through these kind of lows where it's like, you know, every time we look in the mirror, it's like, gosh, like nothing's going right. Like my skin's breaking out. I'm stressed. I'm sad. I'm frustrated just for literally no reason. And it's okay to not have a reason to not be okay. It's just called we're not okay and that's fine. But I feel like Sometimes it's hard to know how to kind of get out of that. And for me personally, these past two weeks from when I'm recording this now, these past two weeks, I have been in quite a funk. Like, I feel like my emotions are just going through this crazy roller coaster. And for this past week, it has been like, I have just been frustrated with everyone just because I'm frustrated with myself. And that's not really fair to everyone around me that I'm taking out those emotions on them. And I hope you know what I mean by that. Like, literally, I cannot explain this enough. Like, nothing happened to make these feelings arise. The feelings are just arising. Like, Mercury retrograde is not happening. There's not a full moon. A black cat did not cross your path. Like, you are just... In a funk for no good reason. So, today I kind of want to go over what I personally do to get out of it, and especially for this past little funky mood that I have been in, it has actually helped doing these couple of things. (laughs) Truly has helped me a lot. So, I want to break it down because I think that when we get into these patterns of just not feeling like that girl, like that bitch, like we have our shit together, we kind of want to overcorrect, and that's not what we need to be doing. So taking that in stride and coming from the queen of adding in one small habit at a time, like just doing one tiny thing at a time, my first tip for getting out of a funk is finding the value And the true wisdom and clarity that can come from a simple freaking walk. And I know it's like you can roll your eyes like, oh, let me guess. Exercise gives us that serotonin, dopamine, whatever. Like, whatever. (laughs) It's truly not that. Honestly, I feel like there is so much power that is overlooked in just a little short walk especially if it's outside, like either in total silence with your thoughts or with a good podcast or with a good, like, album that you put on. Personally, my go-to is either Folklore or Evermore by Taylor Swift, and you shed a few tears, you get a little angry, It's therapeutic. It's nice. It's that moment for you. And I think that is what it really comes down to is that you are taking a moment for you. And I feel like when we're in these funks, we want to do everything to distract ourselves from it. And it's like, like I'm the queen of saying, I'll be better tomorrow. Like, I'm really sorry. I've been a bitch today. I'll be better tomorrow. And sometimes we are not better tomorrow. Sometimes it takes a little longer. Sometimes these funks are brought on by emotions that we have been suppressing for a while. And it's called your body's like, Hey, Hey, we're going to deal with this right now. So you got to deal with it. You just got to let the emotions come. You got to not necessarily have to get to the bottom of them, but you kind of just got to let them be. You got to let it, like you let yourself sit with the emotion like stop trying to push it down because the next time it comes up you are going to feel in this yucky way for longer so it's better just to kind of go through it now rather than prolong this so I think you know one thing and like in the start of my health and wellness journey that I started to do not only just like in a weight loss sense or in a physical health sense, but in a mental health sense, is walking. Whether it was for 10 minutes to an hour, I just was like, okay, I need like a mini break. I need a mini breather just to clear my mind. And I just went walking, whether it's on a treadmill, whether it is outside, whether it's literally just freaking pacing around your house if you don't want to be seen or go anywhere. Just that power of, you know, no pen intended, taking the step forward to focus on yourself for a minute, like I said, and just have that moment where it's like, you are focusing on no one, nothing else, nothing else is in your mind, except I am on a walk. Like, I feel like you have to dumb yourself down a little bit. Like, there is literally nothing else going on in this noggin, except <laughs> just accomplishing this walk. And I feel like halfway through it, you'll be like, you know what? Life isn't so bad. I kind of feel like I'm okay. Like, I don't know. I don't know. There has to be something scientific to it that walking just helps your mental health. And I guarantee there are so many studies that I just haven't found yet on the mental health benefits of a walk. But I just I know I've heard it from you guys before, too, that not only has it helped with your health and physical journeys, but it really is a good clarifier for, I don't know, for when you're in these moods, for when you're lacking motivation, for when you just need to stop that all or nothing mindset and just like have a little breather. And I know walks aren't for everyone. Like if running's your thing, go for it. If another kind of exercise is your thing, go for it. I just personally find the value in a little hot girl walk stress girl stroll, um, (laughs) anything like that, I just, like, whatever kind of walk you need, whether you need to stomp it out, run it out, jog it out, whatever, just go for a walk, even if it's just a short little 10 minutes, I'm not asking you to go for a a three-mile walk to and back, like, no, Even if it's literally just circling a cul-de-sac or going up the street and back down, trust me, it's going to change your kind of perspective and kind of give you a moment of clarity. And next up on kind of getting out of this funk is cleaning. And I know that these, some of these are going to sound really boring and super way too simple, but I feel like when your environment is really chaotic and stressful and you were like internally you feel chaotic and stressful and feel like when you look around and nothing's really put into place or kind of picked up that can almost add and contribute even more to the way we're feeling and I also think that even the act of cleaning whether it's just doing a load of laundry sweeping organizing your desk making your bed changing your bed. Anything like that, like the process of it takes you so out of your head, out of your feelings, a mini distraction, but a distraction that is going to serve you in a better way once it's accomplished. And I just feel like it takes us so, like I said, out of our head that we're doing something else, but we are also just as with a walk, like we're bettering ourselves, in that little simple habit, we're bettering ourselves. We're leveling up in some way. We're doing something that prioritizes ourselves and is going to make our lives better. So I think like just with cleaning, like even if it is something so tiny, so tiny, like you just wipe down the counter, you load the dishwasher, anything like that. I feel like Then when you look back on your space, it's like, wow, this makes me feel good. Like, I kind of just have my shit together a little bit more. Like, it's nice to look around and not feel like there are a million things to do. Like, at least there is one less thing, a million and one less thing to do. (laughs) And I feel like cleaning or just doing, like, something organizational like that. It leads to better things like a kind of we're not only scrubbing our environment or organizing our environment but I feel like through doing that we're also scrubbing our mind clean we're scrubbing the slate clean and we're just it's a form of self-care cleaning is a form of self-care no matter how much you might hate to do it love to do it it is an act of self-care and the next morning when you you realize, oh my gosh, that annoying task that I have been putting off for so long is done, you'll be like, damn, okay, this isn't so bad. I think I'm getting a little bit out of this funk. Like it's just, you know, it's nice to be like, get into a fresh bed at the end of the day. It's nice to come home to a bed that's made. It's nice to wake up to a sink that is not full of dishes just something so tiny like that like I know when I have personally been like personally I love an angry clean and I'm gonna sound like such a nerd right now but when I'm really frustrated or really angry really sad I freaking love to clean like I (laughs) do my best organizing work my best cleaning work when I am pissed off (laughs) which just goes to show kind of like if like you're you're scrubbing away that emotion you are as much as you're dealing with physical shit in front of you to work on and get clean you are internally working on what you're going through you like you're letting it out it is an outlet that you are letting it out on so whether that is exercise that you're letting it out on with that walk or cleaning where you're letting it out and you are just like I don't know. I feel like there is so much redemption in making sure that your environment and your space is clean and you are happy with it, that you feel like a better person for it. And I know that I said that cleaning is a form of self-care, but I also think that doing other form of self-care acts is also important to do too. Like when we're in a funk or, you know, it's basically, let's just call it what it is. It's a little mini depression, you know, we all have those moments. And I think that when we're going through those little dull moments, doing form of self-care and self-care does not mean that it's a bubble bath with candles and a glass of wine. Like, yes, for some of us, that is what we seek. And I will never turn that down. Please pour me a glass of a good red wine and (laughs) light a candle and I am, I'm fine. But for some of us, it's like that's just not gonna do the trick. That is not how I like to care for myself. So there's plenty of other self care that you can either do alone, you can do with someone else. Um, <laughs> that's what she said. No, guys. <laughs> no, but self care can come in so many forms, whether it's just like doing our skincare, like washing our face, whether it is cleaning whether it is taking our dogs for a walk, like having that enjoyment with our pets, whether it's kind of like having a venting sesh with our bestie, something like that. Like we all have a different habit or kind of comfort, whether like cooking, baking, um, if you're into music, like whatever your hobby is, like that is an act of self-care, just doing something that brings enjoyment just to you. That you're not doing an activity that like is for someone else. You're not doing something for someone else. You are literally doing something just for you. And that is not selfish. Like I know you've probably heard this so many times before that self-care is not selfish, but it's true. If we do not take those moments away from the monotony and the chaos that life constantly throws at us, then we're not going to ever be prepared for it. And I think that if there is anything that these past few years have told us just as a society is that rest is important. This constant need to work until burnout, until we get into these funks where we feel like we can do nothing good enough, where you know work projects are not turning out, we feel this uncomfy feeling within ourselves and it's just showing up in our relationships, how we interact with others, all of that. If we are not resting, if we are not recovering and recuperating well, that's going to lead us into those kind of funks even sooner and not only a funk, but it's going to lead us into kind of getting sick because we are so stressed and building up so much kind of cortisol in our body, which is our stress hormone that is going to lead to an illness. I've seen it so many times within myself before within my family within my friends that it's like you work yourself up so much you do not give yourself a break and then Suddenly your body is going to force you into a rest. One way or another, if you are not giving your body rest and downtime and those moments of self-care and self-love that bring you solely enjoyment, your body is going to force you into it. Whether it is a sickness, whether it whatever it may be, your body's gonna tell you when you need rest. And if you're not gonna take it, you're gonna get forced into it. So it's better to just take the r and r time that you need rather than being down for longer and feeling sick on top of it. Nobody wants that, so I think that you know going along with self care and I know a lot of people don't really vibe with this habit, and that's totally fine, but I have found that journaling has really helped me get out of these funks. Like, there, need, there doesn't have to be a prompt to it. It doesn't have to be, you know, five pages of your inner most darkest secrets and emotions and inner turmoil. Like, even if it is just writing, you know, three sentences of, I feel like shit today, this annoyed me today, and this is what I'm doing today. Literally, if it is just that, I feel like that is more beneficial than nothing. Even if it's just in your notes app, like of kind of taking note of your emotions throughout the week. Like I feel like this because this just happened. And then I feel like at the end of the at the end of the day, at the end of the week, you can kind of look back on that note and you're like, Oh, so Like when you're in a more like clarifying headspace, you can kind of see like, oh, that is what triggered that to happen. I know to avoid that. And I kind of feel like journaling in the beginning of your day, which is what I personally do, is a great way to start your day, kind of empty out any residual thoughts from the night before or any anxiety that is kind of weighing you down in the beginning of the day kind of getting that all onto a piece of paper, or I use just, you know, a Google Doc, kind of just like typing that out, writing that out, helps to kind of call ourselves out in a way like, why am I nervous about that? Like, that is so silly. That is so silly to be nervous about that. I'm going to be fine. And it's kind of like... My journals kind of get to the point where I'll start off being like, oh my gosh, like yesterday sucked, today's probably going to suck, like this went on, like this person did this that like kind of pissed me off, but I also had a good moment here, Um, today I'm doing this, this, and this, like I really want to accomplish this and that, and then by the end of the journal, it's like you read back what you just wrote, and it's just like why am I being so moody? Why am I being this way? <laughs> like, how can we just kind of, not that the day might not be the best day ever, but how can we just kind of start the morning off on a little brighter note rather than being so kind of gloomy and pessimistic about it all? So that's just food for thought. And even if it's at the end of the day that you'd rather journal or write just a sentence on. Kind of the overall feeling of the day, I feel like it's better to get that out and kind of let it out instead of, like I said, suppressing it down. Because I really think that that is what puts us in these funks. And that kind of leads me on to my next point of getting out of this way is by telling someone. There have been so many days where I will look at somebody and say, hey, it's not you. I'm not angry at you. I'm not angry at anyone. I am not sad. Nothing happened. But if I'm a bitch today, it's just because I'm not feeling the day. I'm not feeling myself. I'm not feeling the world. I'm not feeling the vibe. So if I snap at you, I'm sorry in advance. I'm not trying to be quiet for no particular reason. Like, nothing happened. I feel like telling someone that instead of just like being a huge asshole all day, like just kind of giving them that warning because everyone has bad days. They'll get it. They'll be like, okay, if you need to take a break, take a break. And it's like, okay, thank you. Like I will if I need it, but I'm just letting you know that personally for me today is not a good day, but hopefully tomorrow will be better. If it's not, it's not, but today I am not in a good mood. And I feel like when you admit to someone that I am not in a good mood, yes, they will try to cheer you up. And if you want to share with them, if you want to vent about it, if you have something to vent about, let it out. Or if, like I said, the funk has just been brought on for no particular reason, then it's just kind of nice to admit it to someone. I feel like there's one thing to admit that you're in a funk to yourself, but when you look at someone and you, like, say, I am in a bad mood, it is not you, it's me, (laughs) just throw out that cliche line. I feel like when you say that, admit it, it makes it more real and more workable to get through. Like instead of just like kind of going through the day blindly and people saying like, what's wrong? What's wrong? Are you okay? Are you okay? Instead of saying like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Like instead of lying to everyone and lying to yourself, just admit it. I am in a bitchy mood. I am not going to be that girl today. I'm not feeling like a ray of sunshine today. That is okay to say. We often get into such a bad habit. Like, we are not fine all the time. It is just not possible. So I feel like when you admit it, when you make it real, it is easier to work through. Even if you have to say out loud to yourself in the mirror, like, I'm having a shitty day. (laughs) It kind of, like, makes yourself laugh. Like, I have looked in the mirror before, like, yo, Anne, why are we having such a poopy day? What can we do to kind of fix this, to kind of get back to feeling like that girl again. And I think we need to also find the value in having those bad days. And I know it's just like, oh, Anne, you literally sound like the biggest walking cliche right now. But I really, (laughs) I really do think that there are, you know, there's power and value in having bad days, in having those funky moments, because is allowing ourselves not to only put more time into ourselves and allowing ourselves to rest, but I think it inherently allows us to value the better days better. And when we're in a good, excited, energetic mood, we feel it 10 times stronger because we allowed ourselves to just have that day of feeling like shit. So I think you know, in the grand scheme of things, I kind of feel like that is the best way of getting out of a funk and getting out of a mood is just to allow yourself and accept it rather than be like, oh my gosh, I have to rush to get out of this. I hate feeling this way. Like I have to get myself better the quickest I can. And yes, we all don't want to be in a funk for a while. We all don't want to be in a poopy mood for a while, but I think when we try to put a timetable on it, like, I'll be better tomorrow, it's fine, 24 hours, I'm only allowed 24 hours of feeling this way, then I feel like we're essentially just prolonging it more because we're not dealing with it. We're just trying to rush through the emotions. Like, we're not feeling the emotions. We're not feeling what is ever coming up to make us kind of, to put us in this mindset. And so I think that when we admit it to ourselves, when we admit it to somebody else, then we're going to get through it faster. So this is just like, this is your little public service announcement reminder that everybody has those shitty days. Everybody has those little weeks where it's like, you know what? This was a weird week. This was a wonky week. This week I did not get what I wanted to accomplish because I felt like I was in such a weird headspace, but at least I took the time to work on my headspace, to give myself rest, and next week I can accomplish what I was supposed to this week and even more. So everybody has bad days. Not to sound like Hannah Montana. You know, everybody knows what what I'm talking about. (laughs) I hope some of you got that. If you know, you know. I will forever be a Hannah Montana stan. So, okay. Guys. (laughs) Guys. Moral of the story, allow yourself to feel the bad day. Allow yourself to know that you're going to come out of it one day. It's not forever. A bad day is just that, a bad day. And if it's a bad week, it's a bad week. If it's a bad month, it's a fucking bad month. But you know that there is going to be a better month just around the corner. So if you need to vent, if you need to let it out with somebody, if you need to just tell someone like, hey, I feel like shit today, my DMs are always open. You can be like, hey, Anne, I'm not feeling like that bitch today. And I'll be like, thank you for telling me. Um, if you want to talk about it, talk about it. If you don't, then thanks for letting me know. And it can be as simple as that. <laughs> so you can DM me that on Instagram at the healthy self mindset or on TikTok at Anne.Murphy, which I'll link below. And I'll be waiting for it and I will keep my eyes peeled for it because, and I'll be honest with you guys on my social media, like I'm having a shitty day. Who else is with me? (laughs) We're all in this together and I'm here for you always. So with that, I will see you guys in the next episode. And if you are in a funk right now, right after this episode, I want you to do something just for you just for you, okay? Not for anybody else, not to please anybody else, just for you. So what is it going to be? All right, guys, I love you so much. I will talk to you soon. And that is it for me. Bye, guys. (laughs)